0: Lord be with you. And with your a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory At that time Jesus withdrew to a region of Tyre and Sidon and behold a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out have pity on me Lord son of David my daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. And then Jesus' disciples came and asked him, send her away for she keeps calling after us. And Jesus said in reply, I will send only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did homage to Jesus, saying, Lord, help me. And Jesus said in reply, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. But she said, please, Lord, even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. And then Jesus said in reply, O woman, Great is your faith. Let it be done to you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In this Gospel, we hear how this Canaanite woman comes to Jesus with an appeal to be able for Jesus to respond to her afflicted and suffering daughter. And at first, Jesus is somewhat hesitant, but she keeps crying after Jesus. And the, and, the, and the disciples even say, send her away, for she keeps calling out after us and bothering us. And then Jesus was hesitant. I will send only the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But then she keeps pleading with her appeal. And then Jesus says to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done to you for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. Now, I identify with this woman here. She comes with, to Jesus with an appeal for her afflicted and suffering daughter. And she has great faith. And Jesus responds because of her great faith. I pray that I can have that same faith at this moment because I come to you today for your second collection, your annual mission appeal for the afflicted and suffering whom we serve in our Dominican mission office just across the street on Pine Street. When I left St. Dominic's in 1995 as pastor, I had a couple of other ministries, and then I was able to go back to Mexicali, Mexico just across the border. I had come from Mexicali to be pastor here in 1987. Now, my ministries there especially was among very poor people, especially a windswept settlement out in the desert called Villa Sabata, very poor people, and those days there was no electricity. And you know, for us in Mexicali, we're below sea level in the desert, 120 degrees is just a cool day. And then also working with the migrants, and it's our, our parish worked with the men who were being deported, and I had a particular work in a sanctuary for women and children. And then passed through that terrible period in which the United States government for families who crossed the border was taking their children away from them. So the m- moment that began with mothers being deported without their children. I remember one day just taking a woman to the bus station to go back to her little village up in the mountains of Mishwakon and she just was weeping and weeping and weeping said, I'll never see my babies again. And she never will see her babies again. But also at that time, I had another ministry then. So I would cross the border sometimes and drive 12 hours up to the mission office because I became then, for 20 years, the director of the Dominican missions. And so for us today, our second collection is for the Dominican Mission Appeal, and my was director until very recently then, I went to every diocese in western United States asking for mission appeals to have the second collection for our missions. And the Archdiocese of San Francisco was very good, but they never gave me Saint, our own St. Dominic's Church. So I had Marin County and down the peninsula and parish in San Francisco. But in 2016, I had a mission appeal here at St. Dominic's. And it was a terrible, terrible time. I came here because we Dominicans came to the country that is today, Iraq, in the year 1300. And in more recent years than times, our main area has been around and in the city of Mosul. Now Mosul's the city of Nineveh in the Bible, remember Jonas. But in the plain of Nineveh then was this vast area then of the last people, the last villages in the world that still speak the ancient Aramaic language. So if you can imagine those villages, the Dominican priests would be saying mass. Over 2,000 years after the Last Supper, the mass would be the very same words of Jesus at the Last Supper. So when the priest would say at the consecration, this is my body, this is my blood, do this in memory of me, they were the very same words of Jesus at the Last Supper. And then slowly through the ISIS invasion, I was getting all these messages from the sisters in, in, in those villages, village after village, falling in the hands of ISIS with the people being massacred. And then came the day that Mosul fell into their hands. And, and as the cathedral was being destroyed then, and our Dominican church being destroyed, and people starting to flee then, the Amman of a major mosque came with his, with his Muslim faith, trying to save the Christians, but of course the ISIS had nothing to do with that. And so as they were fleeing then, I received a message from the sisters saying they saw a little group of maybe about four or five young boys, 14, 15, maybe 12 years old, who were crucified. That meant that those adolescents, those boys did not renounce the Christian faith. And in that confusion and chaos, over a 1,000 Christian girls were taken just to be sex slaves, even being sold in marketplaces. If you can imagine the chaos at that time taking place with everyone trying to flee to Kurdistan, where at first the Muslims did welcome, but after a while it was hard having thousands and thousands and thousands of Christians coming to seeking refuge with you. So I came here, and, and I was in this pulpit at all the masses, just like today, preaching for the Mission Appeal, and I looked out, and I was describing everything in ISIS that moment, and do you know what happened? In the second collection of those Masses, $20,000 we received from all of you here at that time, 2016. If any of you are here present at this point, you are in my prayers of gratitude. So for our Dominican Mission Foundation then, that was an incredible time. And now after that, then suddenly we had another mission appeal, and that was Father 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 Stephen Mikawa, our, our prior here at St. Dominic's before he became pastor of the old cathedral in Anchorage, Alaska. He called one day and said, Father Martin, I'd like you to come up. I need to talk to you about something. And I knew what it was, but I got up there and he said, the Jesuits a few years back have pulled out the most famous missionaries of Alaska. And we've got well, not we don't use Eskimo anymore, we have Inuit and Yupik communities now in which in one place they haven't had a Christmas Mass for two years. And we want to expand out there, never knowing. Father Father Father, Father, Father Stephen Mikawa, that he is now about to be anointed the Bishop of Fairbanks, Alaska. So you can imagine what he needs now from us. So, And and, and in response, then, Father James Moore, whom you all know, who preaches here, this pulpit, uh, with us, we responded. We went to Barrow, Alaska. And they hadn't had Mass in four months. And we hadn't gone there. They wouldn't have had Advent and Christmas Masses. That was the first Christmas after we took it. And our our brother Christopher, where's Brother Christopher, about to be a novice with us? Oops, where is he? Oh, there he is. Uh, he's my anchorage. So he and I are probably the only people in this church at this moment in know Barrow, Alaska. But that is the northernmost place in all of the United States, that village. It's the last landmass. From there on, it's just ice and snow to the North Pole. So if you can imagine, the sun goes down in the beginning of, in November, and you don't see the sun until the beginning of February. Boy, we're in pure, pure darkness. So that's another one of our mission appeals then. But today, I've been replaced. Your your bulletin says I'm 83, I'm actually 85. But I have now been replaced and have a successor, Father Jordan Bradshaw. And I look forward to all of you meeting him when he can be here in the office. But I'm representing him today then. And we have another crisis, Ukraine. We have seven Dominican centers in Ukraine, staffed by Ukrainian Dominican friars and Polish Dominican friars. And we're in touch with them. We have, we're sending our funds and everything through. But you can imagine, I don't have to describe Ukraine to you. You know exactly what's going on there. I can say the funds that we are sending now don't go to the government. They don't go for weapons. They go directly to the people. And you could only imagine the people flocking to our seven different centers in Ukraine. Homeless, relatives dead, uh, chaos and confusion and weapons and, 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 and the Ru- terrible Russian invasion. So I would ask you in this second collection then to also remember Ukraine and its emergencies. And Father James Moore is just coming back from Ukraine. Could you imagine? He's, he's on the train traveling through Ukraine with bombs going on and uh, weapons and everything taking place, but I haven't talked to him about it. So as soon as he gets back, he can preach here and tell you about Ukraine. But I would ask you to remember Ukraine in your second collection today. So I hear of this woman. She's crying out with her appeal to Jesus. He's a little bit hesitant because shes he's not re- quite ready now to begin to uh, Away from the the house of David to begin miracles, and the apostles want to chase her away, send her away. She keeps calling after us, but he recognizes her faith, and he answers her appeal. I would ask you then to recognize the faith of us, and in your second collection, consider all the needs of our mission, mission office, but especially at this time, for our mission appeals in Ukraine.